Hello, y'all. Sharon with the Fruits of the Spirit Ministry. Hope y'all are doing well today on the Sunday. Just had a few things I wanted to tell you today again. If you remember, if you've been listening to some of the other podcasts, you heard me very briefly say that my children turned away from me because they didn't approve of the lifestyle that I was living. Now, they were grown, and I, I had raised them. But yet now I'm at a point where they're not talking to me. My youngest son actually went uh, three years without uh, so much as a phone call to me. Um, I, I didn't. I knew where he was at, but I never heard from him. I didn't know what was going on in his life, and um, that's a hard thing for a mother. I'll tell you, that's a very hard thing for a mother. My heart was broken, but it was my fault. I had to accept responsibility for what I had done. Now, when I came back with my walk to God, and I came back on fire, and I came back strong, and I came back just wanting, wanting to see God in everything I did, wanting to have God right there in front of me, just just wanting to praise Him, just uh, praising worship music, and, and just on fire for God, just wanting, seeking knowledge, wanting it all, wanting it to pour into me. I prayed for every gift, of the Holy Spirit, not just one, not just two. I said, God, I'm being selfish. I know I am, but please, God, bless me with every single one of them. And and I prayed for that and prayed for it and prayed for it. And praise the Lord, most of them I do have. Most of them I do have. During this time, I started praying for restoration of my family. I wanted to have communication again with my children, but I was so afraid that I had um, removed them so much from my life through the lifestyle that I was living that I would never be able to get them back, that they would never believe that I had changed as much as I had changed and that they just couldn't see it and, and that it was something that was beyond my reach. So I started praying for it because I know when I pray for something, I'm going to receive it. I know this. God even told me one day when I was in prayer, he said, I know you have faith, but it's time to step your faith up a notch. He said, uh, when you pray for something, I want you to know before you start praying, you've already got it. All you got to do is ask, it's coming. He said, then I want you to dust your sandals off and walk off and know I just handled that one. Go to whatever else it is that I can help you with. So I knew when I started praying that I was going to get what I was asking for. But I just had to, um, I had to wait on God's timing, not mine, but God's. And, and I couldn't step out of bounds here either. I couldn't try to initiate before the time because this was according to God's time. So I had to wait. I had to wait on God. How many of y'all out there know how hard it is to wait on God? One of the hardest things we can do. But we sometimes just have to sit back and wait on God. Well, it rocked on, I don't know, seven or eight months. Not a word, not a word. But I kept my faith. I kept that faith. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And one day, I received a text message. Um, it was from my youngest son. Just checking to see how I was doing. Um, wanted to know a little bit about what was going on in my life. What he was scoping out, because he was so leery right now, but what he was scoping out is his mother for real. 
Has she really changed? Is she really different? He was going to scope this out. He was not going to let his heart get involved in here because he'd already been hurt very deeply, and he was guarding his heart. He had a wall built there, a wall that only God could tear down. I couldn't tear down. God had to tear down. We started communications a little bit. He called me. I didn't call him. I waited on him to call me. I gave him my number and said, call me, and he eventually did. And we started some communications, and he started listening to me. He started listening to his mother just talk about God and, and what God had done in her life and how God had saved her. And uh, he could tell by my conversations that I was not the person I was before. He could tell this. Slowly he could tell this. God started removing that wall. One brick at a time. Now, he didn't tear it down real quick like he just didn't bring a demo in and knock it all down. One brick at a time, he started removing this wall. One day, I got a phone call. Said they were in uh, Panama City, Florida, and that they would be coming back up through Shelby County. That he was going to make an effort to come through Shelby County to stop and see me. Lo and behold, it's on a Sunday. Thank you, Jesus. How about that? On a Sunday, God arranges this. So went to church that morning, uh, pacing the floors, waiting on him to get there. It's been three years since I've seen my youngest son. Three years. And I love my youngest son dearly. And he did. He stopped, and we had a great visit. And I, I, I was just so thankful. I was praising the Lord for 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 this because here's here's my answer. Here's my restoration. I've been praying for a year for restoration. Here it is. It's right here. I've got it. Thank you, Jesus. I was so happy. I was praising the Lord for doing this. Still had to be things to be done. But God was taking care of it. One step at a time. In his timing, according to his will, he was taking care of it. That fence began to mend. Slowly, but it began to mend. Now, during this time, a tragedy happened in our family. My gorgeous, sweet uh, sister-in-law died in a tragic car accident. And... um. My oldest son called me, and I, while I didn't want restoration to be under these terms, he did call me, which was a, a lot for him to pick up that phone and call me. That was a lot. So traveled back to my hometown to attend services, and while I was there, I got to spend some time with my son and my brother and my niece. Um, it was under the terrible circumstances, but you know, we never know what God, God has a plan for everything. And even though this was terrible circumstances, he was going to use this for good as well. Take a tragedy and turn it into good. So the restoration of my family is starting to come together. It's starting to mend slowly, but it's still there's fences, there's bricks, there's walls that have to be torn down. And I have to wait on God. I can't do it. I've got to wait on God. This is something beyond me. This is something too large that I can do. I've just got to wait. So that's what I'm doing is I'm waiting. 
Well, what I didn't know during all this time is when my youngest son was in Kansas, when I first contacted him four years ago, the very first contact, just just a message, I love you, how you doing? I'm doing great. Let me tell you what's going on in my life. And I began to tell him four years prior to right now, when I was praying for restoration, God was working on a plan. When I was praying to bring my family back together and let them speak to me, God was working on where I was going to live. When I was praying, Lord, please let my children talk to me again. Please let them say that I'm not the same person that I used to be. God was working on that I was going to be living with one of them. Four years when this first happened, before the restoration came through, God was working on a plan. Let me tell you where I'm living right now today. Right now today, I live in Fort Rucker, Alabama, with my youngest son and his family. And it's not a temporary thing. It's a permanent thing. It's something that, that they want. Um, they want to know that I'm safe. They want to know that uh, that that I'm my needs are met, things are handled that I need handled, that that I'm uh, staying where I need to stay, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally. They just want to take care of my well being. He wants me around, and he was working on this plan back when he was in Kansas. When he said, yes, Mom, come move in with us, he said, we've been talking about this for a long time. He said, we've been knowing for years that you would be coming to live with us, Mom. This was, this was, God was working, God was already working on this plan. Before he showed me restoration, he was back here working on where I was going to be living, and it was going to be with my youngest son. Praise God. I mean, God works in mysterious ways, doesn't he? Well, while he was working this out, my son and, and his family, uh, my son's a military man, um, he, he follows a strict regimen physically with food and everything. Uh, you don't eat much junk food around here. I, I don't think we eat any junk food hardly, <laughs> maybe just occasionally on a, on a special treat. Uh, the way food is prepared is prepared healthy. Um, it's in all the uh, food groups that you need every day. Uh, they encourage you to drink water and tell you how much water you need in your body. Now, I hate water, but these people got me drinking water. So God was working on this too. He wanted to get me into a healthier lifestyle. God wanted me to make a few changes in my lifestyle and, and, and get healthier. So this plan, this season, from my love and Abba Father, he has put in motion as well. Well, part of his plan is um, I don't take any medications, guys, none. N no, um, no narcotics whatsoever. Um, and in order to control my pain, 
I have a wonderful neurologist, a wonderful neurologist that we were blessed to be able to find. He is a Christian, praise the Lord. It's just amazing how God hooks me up with these people that are Christians, and I don't know it, but it comes out. It comes out. Well, one of the things that I, I receive are epidurals. And uh, during my epidural, the one on my uh, neck, we, when they went to my shoulders, they had to go past my shoulders to do it because of all the spinal injuries that I had from the domestic violence. Uh, my neck is a real live mess. Um, but and, and surgery is impossible because there's a 50% chance I would be worse. So they give me epidurals to block the pain. Um, which is basically cortisone. So while he's doing this, um, I do have a tattoo on my shoulder. The tattoo says Fruits of the Spirit Ministry is what it says. And he looked at that, and he said, uh, tell me about Fruits of the Spirit Ministry. And praise the Lord right there in that, in that room while he's sticking shots in my back. I'm telling him, all about Fruits of the Spirit ministry. And I just get really excited and I'm having trouble sitting still because I just want him to know how powerful this ministry is, how God has blessed it, how God has anointed it, how God has ordained it. I'm just all excited about it. I just cannot stand it. I am bubbling over. So I witnessed to everybody there. Um, the nurses were like, praise the Lord. The doctor was praise the Lord. It, it was just a great meeting, let me tell you. When I left that day, I left with something very special. I left with a personal business card, and he said, I don't give this to people. He said, you can send me an email if you would like. I don't have a problem with that at all. He said, but I want you to understand this is not something I ever give to a patient. I said, I understand. He gave me his personal business card, and he asked me to put him in the ministry. So you just, that was that, God works in mysterious ways. I mean, something that simple, going to the doctor that morning, and I just thought it was a random doctor's appointment. Oh, God opened a door for me to be able to tell him how great God has been in my life, to let them hear some of my testimonies, to let them hear the powerful things that God has done for me. And to see smiles on their face and their faces light up and their spirits lift up on that day. Well, guys, that's kind of all I have for today. Uh, I love you all. God bless you all. I just hope this helps somebody somewhere. See you all later. Bye-bye.